This is episode 86 of the Dear Discreet Guide Trouble at Work podcast. This episode is titled, What is She? The Sex That Cannot Be Named. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dear Discreet Guide, Trouble at Work, where we talk about work, working, and how to make work better. If it's work-related, we're on it. Who knew talking about work would be this much fun? I'm Jennifer Crittenden, a former CFO and host of the show, and thank you for joining our quest to improve our workplaces. Let's do this. Today I want to talk about name-calling, and by that I don't mean mean names that we give to people, but what the heck do you call them? And uh, here I'm talking about specifically how do we refer to female people in the workplace? Is it uh, women or ladies or girls? It just seems as though we always struggle with this issue as we have, as it turns out, for many years. So I want to talk about the evolution of this problem. And I do cover this topic as well in my book entitled, What's a Guy to Do? How to Work with Women. And there's also an article on my website uh, where I talk about this issue. And as is often the case with kind of a social linguistic issue like this, the first lesson that I got in it was from my mother. And I should mention here that as I'm looking at my statistics for 2019, the episode that I recorded with her about her perspective about gender roles over the last 70 years is one of the most downloaded episode so far in the podcast. And I think it was released on something like January 14th, something like that. And I think it's episode 74, something like that. But in case you want to check that out and learn more about my mother, that would be a great way to do it. So anyway, what happened was, I think I was about six or so, and we were riding along in the car. And I said something about a woman that, you know, we had encountered. And my mother, I presume partly because it's coming out of a six-year-old, right? This, uh, we'll talk more about some of the connotations of the word woman, but my mother said, uh, no, lady, that, that, you know, that's the correction. That would be the appropriate word to use to refer to this person that I was trying to uh, talk about. And I was surprised. I mean, I, I didn't think or know that woman was a rude word, And so I have to say, here we are, uh, however many decades later, and it's still uh, not much clearer. We just can't seem to figure out what to call female people, and we have a wide variety of terms to choose from, but, you know, none of them really work that great in the workplace. So we've got girls and gals and chicks and women and ladies and, of course, as you know, many, many uh, unpleasant or derogative or mean terms as well. But none of them seem to be kind of, you know, just without any kind of connotation at all compared to the word that we use for a male human, which is just, you know, man, or it's sort of friendlier, uh, chattier cousin guy. 
So I started looking into this. I have a bachelor's in linguistics, and so I was interested in looking at the history of this. And lady is historically a polite term for a woman, but its male counterpart would have been gentleman, right, which is a word that we don't hear as much anymore. And we often use the word lady when we're in the presence of someone. So you might say, again, to a child, right? You might say to a child, give your ticket to the nice lady. Or to address a woman directly, um, although here, it's interesting, it's not always polite, right? You might yell out your car window, hey, lady, watch where you're going. Or something like, hey, excuse me, lady, but not everybody shares your opinion. You know, so lady is this funny word, conflicted, right, as are many of our uh, social reactions to women. And you can also use lady kind of as this insult. And I'll tell you uh, this story. Uh, I was playing on a softball team, and the pitcher uh, used the F word uh, after she threw a bad pitch, and the umpire reprimanded her and, in fact, accused all of us of unladylike behavior. And if you're familiar with uh, women's softball, you can imagine why the umpire uh, was offended and why also why he used that word. And so also the other thing is you can use young lady as kind of an insult, you know, listen here, young lady. So it's really interesting to to feel these different aspects of really what should be a pretty polite term, right? And gentleman doesn't seem to have any of those issues, right? I mean, I guess you could say something like, listen here, young man, but I'm not sure that that feels quite the same to me as listen here, young lady. And then as many linguists have pointed out, lady also has this kind of pejorative tinge, like as we talk about a cleaning lady, um, where we try and use a more polite term maybe to dress up this job that we're, we're being fairly demeaning of. And then things like lady of the night or bag lady or cat lady, um, you know, all these images that come to your mind when you use lady in combination with other things. I mean, it's especially interesting to think of cat lady compared to cat woman, right, which is a very different image that comes to mind and feeling about those particular terms. And then, you know, we can't forget my old lady. And also, lady is often used as kind of a way of emphasizing how something is peculiar or odd, you know, like lady writer or lady doctor. There's a University of Cambridge professor, Deborah Cameron, and she uh, put on a blog post, Call Me Woman. It's interesting. She has, I think, six examples here where she's asking us, would you say woman or would you say lady? So I'll run through those with you and see what you think. Uh, okay, so the first one is, she was a perfect blank about it. Okay, so there's no way you'd say she was a perfect woman about it, right? You're you're absolutely going to say she was a perfect lady about it. And, uh, you know, I guess it's kind of sweet, right? We can uh, understand what a nice thing this would be to say, but you also have to recognize that that we're calling upon the connotations and subtlety of lady in order to make that sentence work. So it's not an innocuous term by any means, right? 
The second one is the flowers were arranged by the blank of the congregation. And I don't know what you would say there. The flowers were arranged by the ladies of the congregation. That sounds a little old-fashioned, right? The flowers were arranged by the women of the congregation. You know, I think if it were up to me, I might try and just completely rewrite that sentence so I wasn't forced to use this term, which feels a little weird, women of the congregation. I, I don't know. It's like when you say it that way, it feels a little odd. Uh, third one, Esther thought of her grandmother as a strong and capable. Okay, so here you're going to say woman, right? It's not likely we're going to say strong and capable lady. Hmm? Interesting, right? That uh, now we're starting to see the difference between lady and woman. Some blank reported that they experienced multiple orgasms. All right, that's pretty funny. Okay, so my guess is all of us are going to put women in there. And that is one thing that's noticeable, right? Women, the term woman acknowledges a certain maturity or sexuality or humanness, I would say, whereas lady is completely devoid of all that, right? (laughs) Okay, fifth one here in Victorian times, it was common for blank to die in childbirth. So again, it's going to be women there, not ladies. Uh, Ladies don't die in childbirth, only women do. And then a blank was raped in the city center last night. And so obviously we would say woman there again because of the sexual connotation. Uh, So I talk here in my article on the website that Cameron says that we would use lady or ladies. uh, Well, she thinks for the congregation that you would say lady or uh, ladies of the congregation. But in the rest, it's all going to be woman or women because lady is associated with femininity, like the perfect lady or the flowers, um, but not sexuality and not strength. And so Cameron argues that lady is a euphemism, that it's a, uh, she calls it a, quote, veil drawn over the grossness of female physicality, sexuality, and reproduction. Perhaps, but you know, there are There are a lot of ways in which we linguistically and socially try to present women as very positive things, right? We try and be polite to women. We take care of women. We open doors for them. Uh, We teach people that they should uh, be protective of women, right? And so to me, that's not necessarily as uh, negative a perspective here as it might be that we're simply trying to be polite and respectful when we're talking about female people. And Lord knows, you know, no good deed goes unpunished, so it can get uh, kind of troublesome. Okay, so along the way, obviously, lady lost favor, and woman became the politically correct term to use. Um, But woman has this sexual connotation, right, that some people think is impolite, just as my mother did, right, many decades ago. And so that's where you hear people get into trouble at the workplace, where they suddenly, they recognize that they're going to have to use a word that refers to female people, and they don't want to say women, because it has this kind of, mm, you know, not elegant feel to it, right? And so you'll, uh, you'll see people use ladies, revert to ladies, right? So they don't want to walk up and say, well, well, hello, women, right? <laughs> they walk up to a, a table of uh, co-workers, female co-workers. They're not going to go up and say, well, hello, women. 
And I can imagine somebody saying, you know, the women in the office are preparing a surprise party. You know, they, they might say, uh, well, the ladies are, you know, and you might do it in kind of an arch way, right, to, to say, hey, I know this is kind of an archaic term, um, but I'm trying to be nice, right? I'm ty- trying to be polite. And also, if it's if they are younger women, then it gets also more awkward because people don't want to refer to young women as women, uh, like high school girls, right? They get a little uncomfortable calling them women, again, for this uh, connotation, right? And so then they might say things like high school women, or they might uh, call them girls, And this is where we get into this conundrum between girls and women that is just a whole mess. There was actually a query posted on Stack Exchange when they were looking for somebody who was not a native English speaker, was looking for a term that was neutral, right? And people, and they were asking for a term for uh, female people between the ages of 16 and 25. And it was just a fascinating thread to read because you can see how many people are thinking about the connotations of these different terms. And finally, somebody wrote, uh, you know, really woman should be for someone who's older than 25, which is interesting, right, that that would be your perception, and probably married, right, that that we're not going to call these young, innocent uh, girls in high school, we're not going to call them women, which, you know, it's tough, right? And even the girls or the young women themselves might not refer to themselves as women. So one wrote, unfortunately, there isn't an age-neutral word for guy that you can use for women. And most of the people who commented recommend that the writer go with girl, Okay, so this brings us to girl, right? A girl has all these other problems. So if lady is not uh, very popular now, girl has really lost it, right? Feminists get very agitated at at calling uh, grown female people girls because it is a term for a female child, right? And so to refer to a grown woman as a girl is considered insulting in some circles, but it often is used by women themselves or by people who are catering to women, right? So they'll say, it's just us girls tonight, or you can have girls night out. And then, of course, many of us use the word girlfriend. And now you can see girl has gotten repossessed, right? So now we have all these feminist anthems, you know, girl power, fight like a girl, and you go girl, right? And then we've just had this incredible explosion of uh, titles of books and television shows with girl in the title, just amazing amount of them. And then you'll often hear women refer to each other as girl, right? Like, hey, girl, what's happening? And although I have to admit, I have also caught myself saying to a female colleague when she walks in the morning, hi, lady. You know, so we we all use these terms in slightly different ways and with slightly different connotations and meanings. And then, you know, some people think of girls as being the female partner to guys. So you have guys and girls. And then, of course, that brings us to guys and gals, right? Because of more titles. Now, this one is really interesting to me because I would often hear men in the workplace 
they reached for women. They didn't want to go there because of its connotation. They don't want to say girls because they've been told not to call women girls. And so what they say instead is gals, right? And so I can imagine even, you know, when they say the thing about organizing a surprise party, I can imagine that they would say the gals in the office are organizing a party. Or even the one about the flowers were arranged um, by the gals in the congregation. I can absolutely imagine a guy saying that for, for all these good reasons, right? I don't mean to be critical. It's just that these terms are awkward because we don't have things that don't have a nuance to them. And uh, there's a women's group in my town that's called Good Old Gals, so they named themselves that. And that, you know, gals, especially good old gals like that, has a really friendly, down-to-earth and kind of unpretentious name, which really appeals to a lot of women as a women's group. And you'll say, You'll hear women use the term this way, you know, hey, come sit with us gals, or hey, the gals are getting together after work. And if you were to substitute women in those phrases, it would definitely alter the tone. But, so gals has its own set of problems, right? It has kind of a Southern feel, right, which not everybody's going to be comfortable with. And it does really mean girls, so we're back to this problem about calling grown-up people by a child name. And it's also probably used more by older women. So then you, that applies that gals are old girls. <laughs> now, <laughs> now it's kind of degrading in two ways, right? They're both old and they're also being uh, used as a diminutive term. You know, one thing I'll say as a side note is I'm often really surprised how many times cashiers refer to me as miss. I am clearly beyond the miss age. And they'll they'll say this, you know, like, oh, thanks very much, miss. Or, Did you find everything that you wanted today, miss? And I don't care, right? I mean, they're trying to be nice. They're trying to be pleasant. And they they're reaching for a term, and that's the term that they came up with. I guess I would have thought they might say ma'am. But, you know, I think for some people that also might mm, feel slightly rude, like uh, sort of an implication that I'm an old person and maybe miss is considered a little bit more flattering, right? I can imagine that. And then, of course, in some countries you can absolutely say madam, um, not so much here in the United States. And I guess it's standard usage in the military, which I thought was really interesting. But I think here in California, if you called somebody madam, uh, it would be considered fairly formal and maybe slightly ironic, right? So I'd be a little cautious about that. And then, you know, just to comment here, some men don't like being called sir because it makes them feel old, Maybe that's, there's some of that also with madam that uh, older women might object to being called madam because it implies that they're no longer, you know, young and girlish and all that. So I talk in my book about this ridiculous thing, you know, what do we call them problem about women. And there was a song that uh, Keith Urban wrote, which he, you read the lyrics, it's clearly intended to be a sympathetic song about female people, and he titled it, the whole title is Female, which of course, you know, caused some 
provoke some reactions. And Stephen Colbert then, of course, had to uh, parody him in his own anthem to women, which he titled She Person. So anyway, it's definitely a mess. And one person on that Stack Exchange thread said, this is a real problem in English, and even native speakers have trouble with it. Um, it is true. I agree. It's hard to find a word that doesn't trigger some kind of reaction. And, and I do wonder if it's because we're all a little bit conflicted about women, like what exactly are they and how, how do we refer to them respectfully? And I do sometimes wonder if these words and their nuances are just an indication about how conflicted we are about uh, female people. I do have a friend who says we should just call women guys and be done with it. I think that that can definitely happen. I've definitely had people walk into a conference room and it's full of men and women and they say, hey guys, and they, they clearly don't mean to be leaving out the women, right? They're including everybody in that, that this, this gender neutral term. But some people will argue, you know, there's always um, some conflict about this. Some people will argue that if you say that, you really are ignoring the women in the room and you really are only speaking uh, to the men. When I put my linguist hat on, I can only observe how people use these terms and under what circumstances. Uh, but when I wrote in my book about uh, ways to improve gender relations at work, there were a couple of pieces of, pieces of advice that I will uh, share with you. I would not emphasize someone's gender when you speak with them. And I see guys doing this. It's, it's along this lines of, hey, ladies, how are you doing today? So a guy walks up to a table of female colleagues and says, hey, ladies, you know, how's your Monday going? Or here's another example. Um, I actually saw this happen. A guy walked up to a group of women and said, hello, beautiful ladies. Okay, now the thing is, right, he's, he's not committing a crime it's very well-intentioned. He's trying to be friendly and complimentary, and it just went over very badly. And here's the problem. When you call someone out on their gender, a woman, out on her gender in the workplace, it reminds her that her femaleness is very apparent to her, to her male coworkers. And it's not necessarily something that she wants to be reminded of, right? And so a lot of times I see this as kind of this innocent response that men have to women in the workplace, but it makes women uncomfortable because they don't want it pointed out that they're different or that there's some meaning behind the fact that they're female, right? And they especially don't want to be treated as though they're a sexual object. And so that's the problem with now commenting about people's appearance. I mean, even if it's intended to be friendly, it still reminds the woman that she could be perceived as sexualized by her male colleagues. And, and that will make someone uncomfortable, some people uncomfortable. So we just need to be cautious about that. And other subtle ways in which that happens is, like I'll see a guy talking to a woman about her success in sales, and he'll kind of imply or he'll say something like, oh, 
you know, you'll probably get luckier with that client than I could, you know, wink, wink. It makes people uncomfortable, right? I mean, we're, we, we as professional women are not trying to use our feminine wiles in the workplace, and we don't want it implied that that is what we're doing and that's how we're going to get ahead, right, that we're going to win the client or sleep our way to the top. So pointing those things out, it is, I, I would not recommend that. The other thing that I sometimes see people do is a guy will talk to a female colleague and he'll ask for her, uh, he'll ask for a woman's perspective. It's not a crime, it's not a terrible thing, but on the receiving end of that, you know, I've been on the receiving end of lots of those types of comments. Mm, you know, I'd rather that you just ask me for my intelligent and experienced and, you know, well thought through perspective, not my woman's perspective, right? It just feels like, oh, that's what I bring to the table. And you would ask your male colleagues a thousand other questions, but this one question you bring to me, it just yeah, makes me feel a little not as useful, right? That's the only thing that, that uh, I can bring to the table. You know, that's a problem that we have in general when people are identified in a certain way. We think, okay, what can a woman talk about? Hmm, well, I guess the, the only thing she can talk about is being a woman, right? She's not per- perceived to have expertise in her particular field of study, you know, science or business or entrepreneurship or whatever, and that, that can be obviously very degrading and uh, demeaning. Since I wrote my book, this, this unfortunately, this issue has gotten even more complicated as people are saying now that you can't use the word female as a noun. In certain circles, I should say, uh, the noun female has been sort of outlawed because it doesn't recognize trans women. And so female really needs to be used as an adjective and not a noun. And if you're rolling your eyes right now, I totally understand, but I did want to educate people about that. The other thing that's interesting about using female as a noun, this is the term that's used for a species, right? So uh, um, female deer is a doe. Uh, But in English, sometimes we use female as the noun, And it can be very derogative, right? So you'll see in song lyrics or in social media, you'll see things like, oh, females are the worst. Or, you know, if I could just find myself a female. It seems fairly obvious to me why those are objectionable. But again, in case you're a little bit tone deaf about this, I I would say that there are several reasons not to use female as a noun right now especially in the workplace. I I can hardly imagine a sentence, an appropriate sentence that you would say in the workplace that uses the word uh, female probably either as a noun or an adjective uh, because it does have this connotation of biology and animal and and, uh, species and so forth. It is interesting in this one article that I was looking at other English-speaking communities are not as touchy about the word female as we are. And so I guess in New Zealand, for example, the toilets are all labeled either uh, female toilet or male toilet, which is kind of funny, you know, because you wouldn't think of toilet having a sex at all. Uh, but it's the way that they've chosen to indicate facilities for women or facilities for men. 
I've really enjoyed this episode today talking about these different terms. And again, would love to hear from you and your experiences. That's it, everybody. You've made it through another episode of Dear Discreet Guide, Trouble at Work. In keeping with the new year, we'll be changing our format somewhat as the show has evolved. We'll continue to address work-related problems, but in our second year, we'll be going beyond just an advice show to talk about work trends, labor laws, economics, interesting companies, as well as pranks, bad bosses, and more screw-ups at work. If you have a question about a work-related issue or a comment about the show, please get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. You can reach us through the website discreetguide.com. That's D-I-S-C-R-E-E-T. And at that website, you can also sign up for The Pergola, a digital publication that comes out every other month, and get information about training programs, books, consulting sessions, articles, jokes, and resources, all for us to work better together. Thank you for joining my quest to improve our workplaces. And thanks for listening. New shows will be available every Tuesday and sometimes Friday. Tune in so you can hear more about trouble at work.